Hello, welcome to the Oz Wargamer. I'm your host, Rob. In this video, we're going to be looking at the Regiment of Renown from Dawnbringer's Book 4 for Age of Sigmar. Regiment of Renown is an army, or like a little like slice of an army that you can take from one faction and you can put into another faction. Um, and it's not an overt marketing tool. It's kind of a fun snapshot of an army, uh, like or a small element of an army, talking about a part in you know the overall narrative, and then being able to include it in a different section. So the f one we're going to look at today is all about the Mortark of the Mortuary, uh, the Lich's Hand. So this is all about Arkan the Black, the chief simp, the main main best buddy of they were hashtag they were just roommates of nagash uh when N nagash's return to the worlds was only uh was only possible thanks to uh old arkan and because of that arkan is kind of a mini nagash in many many ways but he is one of his mortarks and he's getting more jelly mad as time goes on <laughs> jelly mad <laughs> i love that i put jelly mad in, in an agency my video he's getting more jelly mad as time goes on uh, that there are more and more Marta, Mortarks taking up his place in the realms. Anyway, the Lich's Hand is, as I've said, a regiment of renown. That means it comes from the OCR Bone Reaper section, uh, OCR Bone Reaper's book, but it's only usable in any of the other death factions. So Flesh Eater Courts, Nighthaunt, and Soul Black Gravelords. Um, so uh, that's what they're usable in. And you can't use it in an OCR Bone Reaper's army. Some people get confused by that. Inside this regiment of renown, it's you get Arkan, the aforementioned uh, big bone daddy simp, two Morgast Archite and two Morgast Harbingers. You would be fooled in thinking that you potentially could get more because there are six in the picture, but no, you can only get four. Okay. And so you get a couple of abilities. First ability you get is a ward save of six plus for everyone in the army, which is a little bit disappointing because the Archai themselves have a five up ward save. Uh, but that's fine. It's nice having it on Arcan and then the Harbingers as well. And the main ability you get here is Unholy Sacraments, which gives you a two plus spell ignore uh, on spells and endless spells for the units in this regiment of renown now this is just days after the nerf that's come to uh, the no myriad for ocr bone reapers which is a two up spell ignore and now has been changed to a four up so here's a new way um here's a new way of getting a new two up spell ignore but you can only play these in as i've said soul black grave lords or night horn or flesh of courts of the three i think i prefer them in Nighthorn or even Soulblight Gravelords for a couple of different reasons. I'll probably talk about those in a minute. Uh, and we'll go look at what you know the units inside this do now as well. The whole Regiment of Renown is going to set you back 750 points. But if you were to buy these models individually, they would set you back 830 points. So you've got a little bit of a discount on these guys as well, which is which we love. So what do we got? We've got Arkan the Black more Tark of Sacrament, and he's got 14 wounds with a 3-up save, so it's fairly survivable. He's got the 6-up ward in the army as well, and, don't forget, he's got uh, the pseudo-hunger, which is an ability called Feast of Souls, which, at the end of each combat, he's going to be able to heal up to 6 wounds. And that's every combat, as long as he's slain some models. So that's some incredible recursion, well, incredible healing on this unit, and he's going to keep adding 6 back every single time that they're in combat. 
And 14 wounds is a great wound cap to start with. Three up save, meaning a mystic shield you can cast, so it's a two up save. You can all out defense, finest hour, for a two up save ignoring rent two. It's very survivable. It's very survivable. So as long as your opponent doesn't have a ton of mortal wounds, um, then you know I expect to see them knocking around all the time. And the way that they're probably going to do mortal wounds is by spells, and guess what? Arkan is like a master magician, so he's going to shut that down. So Arkan has got a pretty good attack profile. His mount has got a good attack profile. Starts with six attacks that are rend two, damage two. Um, and then Arkan's got like four attack, like sorry, one attack that's damage two, another attack that's damage two. So we wouldn't necessarily describe him as like a frontline massive fighter, but isn't too bad at fighting. Can do something, which is good. Also incredibly fast, moves 16 inches, which is really cool. Can fly, which is great. Uh, but most importantly, probably, is a three-cast wizard that can cast three spells and unbind three spells. And as long as he's unwounded, he's going to add plus two to the casting, dispelling, and unbinding rolls because of his special spirit staff, which he uses. This is going to make him an incredibly effective caster, especially in you know this magic-dominant meta that we're getting. So that you're going to be able to cast spells much more effectively, but maybe even better than casting spells effectively. With plus two to unbind and dispel, you're going to be shutting down enemy spells even more effectively. So that's pretty good. So survivable, pretty medium fighter, and then a great caster and anti-caster. So talking about spells that they can he can cast, obviously Mystic Shield and Arcane Bolt, but the meme spell, or the best spell, is Curse of Years, which has got a range of 18 inches and cast on a 6. And if successfully cast, pick an enemy unit within range, and you roll 10 dice. For each 6, that unit suffers a mortal wound, and you can roll another dice. And for each 5, they suffer a mortal wound, and you can roll those dice again. And for each 4, a mortal wound, and so on and so forth. So if you do eventually get down to a 2-up, you can just keep rolling dice on 2-ups until you do a ton of mortal wounds all ones will eventually fail. And it's super awesome. Doesn't work all the time, but it's like a legit, genuine threat your opponent has to think about. And it's a good mortal wound gun platform, which actually, when we think about which armies that this can go inside of, Nighthaunt specifically, who struggle at ranged attacks, Soulblight Gravelords specifically, who struggle at ranged attacks, this is going to give you a lethal mortal wound spell at range if a little bit dicey and doesn't happen all the time. So it's very good. Speaking of putting uh, Arkan in an army, he's also got the ability, uh, first of the Mortarks, where you can add six inches to the range of spells cast by friendly Death Wizards. So this is really awesome because this is one of the Mortarks that actually benefits other units as well. So there might be a build in Soulblight Gravelords, Flesh Eater Courts even, potentially they've got some very interesting spells, or in uh, in... Uh, the other one, which one I didn't say. <laughs> uh, they uh, adding six inches to the spell range is going to be maybe make those wizards much much more effective. And then you can, if you put them in night haunt, you could be using the night haunt endless spells at range. If you're using them in flesh eater courts, you could be using those other ones because it's going to add. Uh, sorry, their endless spells, so it's going to be adding six inches to their spell range, which is pretty great. So I think that's actually a great force multiplier if you wanted to build a spell casting army which I think is really good. So I overall, I think Arkan's a really great force multiplier to potentially put in any of those death armies, mainly because of that uh, six-inch uh, spell increase. And lastly, he's a monster. So that means you're going to have access to Raw or Smash to Rubble, which especially is going to be beneficial to Nighthaunt as they don't have access to monsters. It's going to be beneficial to some of the others as well. So 
I really like this. I think this is particularly good uh, because you're definitely going to make him survivable. Yes, you can only cast three spells, but one of them um, can be uh, like uh, generic endless spells. You could just bring generic endless spells as well. So he can cast those. So if you have him in your army, you've got a good wizard who can cast, you know, um, like Grave Tide or Maelstrom or uh, the Pendulum or any of those others, which are all, again, particularly effective. So I quite like that. I think Arkan's quite good. Then you get two different types of Morgas. They've both got six wounds with a four-up save. So these are two units of two. So 12 wounds in each unit. Both have a four-up save. And you can equip them with two different types of weapon, either Spirit Halberds or Spirit Swords. I think most people love Spirit Halberds because they're three attacks each. Threes and threes. Ren two damage three. Now, when you're playing these in Oziart Bone Reapers, you have ways to stack the number, uh, the rend on top of it. So they're much more effective. But Ren 2 is still effective. Uh, and Damage 3 is also still effective, in my personal opinion. These units can also fly. They're also elite. And they also have the Herald of the Accursed One special rule, which is enemy units cannot receive commands while they're within three inches of any friendly units with this ability. I really like this. I think this is especially good. This is a nice thing to be able to include in any of those other armies. Like, it's a nice tech piece. I could see the scene play. They've also got the special rule Grim Opponents, and if you make an unmodified charge roll of an 8+, this unit gets the Strike First effect applies like to this unit. And also there's two units of these, so if both of them charge and they both roll 8 pluses, then you're going to have two Strike First units, which is really good, especially when they're swinging massive, massive Halberds that are damaged 3. Now, with the Morgast Archai, the difference between the Morgast Archai and the Morgast Harbingers is that the Archai get a 5-up ward save while they're near an OCR Bone Reaper's hero, and the Morgast Archai, Harbingers sorry, get to go into Deep Strike, uh, which is pretty fun. Uh, so then they're going to be 9 inches away. So those are your two differences between the two. Both of them turn off wards, uh, sorry, command abilities, and both of them have strike first if they roll over eight to charge. And they both are pretty survivable, six wounds, a four-up save, and they can do some great damage. And I think the key takeaway from all three units is that they can fly. So I like the idea of using screens in like Soblight Gravelords, as an example, zombies, skeletons, and being able to fly over the top and do counter charges with units they weren't really expecting to be there, which is fun. I like the idea of using Arcan to potentially buff up death units and increase those caster ranges. I think that'll be really interesting as well. I'd love to know what you think. Of course, uh, do let me know what you think and if you think it's going to be strong or effective in the game. I think that's going to be most interesting because I don't know. Uh, I would love to know what you think. I think that they definitely could see play in the other death factions. So let me know what you think because it's pretty rad.